This is One Small Step, the entrepreneur's guide to everything, a podcast with all the tips and tricks and hints for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, it's Hunter with One Small Step, the entrepreneur's guide to everything. I want to let you guys know about our awesome sponsor, Elf Ear Media. I know better than almost anyone how hard it is to start a small business, make sales, get leads, get your name out there, even create a logo. These guys do all this stuff for you. They'll create sales funnels, lead generation tools, a website. They'll even help you with a logo. They'll take care of everything. If you go to their website, elfearmediallc.com, submit a form, let them know you heard about them on One Small Step. They're going to give you guys a free social media overview. That's right. They're going to go over your web page, over your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever you use. They're going to go over with you, give you tips and tricks, and show you how they can help. Again, go to elfearmediallc.com. Let them know one small step sent you, and they will give you that free social media overview. It can be really tough to run a small business. Let someone help. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to One Small Step, the entrepreneur's guide to everything. Um, And so far, we have almost covered everything, but there's still a lot we have to go over. Um, We have a great episode, a great guest. Make sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode um, with our regular outro uh, to find some more information about our Patreon, where you can subscribe for a dollar a month. It kind of helps out with the show. Um, you get really cool exclusives, motivational stuff, um, things like that. So it's really awesome. So I'm going to toss it over to our guests for today, and we'll get into it. Hi, Hunter. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm well. I uh, appreciate you having me on today. Thank you for coming. So uh, you'd like first a little bit about me, where I came from? Oh, yes, please. Okay. I'm a Midwestern boy. I grew up in Iowa. After high school, I joined the United States Marine Corps. Spent four years in service, two years overseas, uh, stint in Vietnam. Uh, Came back, was stationed in Kansas City, met and married my wife. She was 10 years older than I was and had five children when I married her. Uh, I I claim insanity. (laughs) We were married for 45 years before she passed six years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. So uh, after service, uh, I found out that my military experience was not valued by business uh, then as as much today. Um, people don't understand. If they haven't been in the military, they don't understand the value of military experience. Mm-hmm. So I went to college, got my degrees, uh, my bachelor's, my master's, sat for and passed my CPA exam uh, while still in graduate school, went to work for Texas Instruments. Worked for various companies, large and small, for about 15 years. Did some turnarounds, did corporate stuff, got tired of the corporate life. Realized I was never going to run a major corporation because I didn't have the political skills. <laughs> I was unwilling to stab people in the back and throw them off the ladder. Right. So if I was going to run a company like my father they had his own company, I'd have to start my own. So 30 years ago, uh, Ruth and I, my wife, started our own business, uh, accounting and payroll and grew it and have continued to grow it. Uh, Ruth's gone, of course, but uh, I've been in business 30 years and uh, have enjoyed much of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that That's really awesome. First of all, thank you for your service. Um, and I'm very sorry to hear about, you know, the passing of your wife. I can, you know, um, yeah. I can understand that'd be tough. 
Um, you know, you mentioned you've been in business 30 years. You uh, enjoy some of it or much of it. Um, I think a lot of people, whether they've been in business for 100 years or they just started out, there are certain things where they're like, wow, this part's really awesome. And then the next day they're like, wow, I want to go land traffic. Uh, <laughs> um, what are some times, I mean, you, what are some times you actually enjoyed? What are the, the, the fun parts of what you do or kind of when you started? Well, I like my clients. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got great clients, some I've had for 30 years. So uh, they're fun. A lot of them are friends. They're no longer just clients. They're friends. I mean, you don't be in somebody else's pocketbook for 30 years without, without becoming friends. <laughs> right. So that, that's the, the nicest part, the learning, the growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've become, uh, I was a CPA. I've become a U.S. tax court practitioner. Uh, I was on the IRS advisory council for three years. Wow. Uh, I've done all kinds of things, done public speaking, written books. Uh, my most recent one is the payroll book, uh, published by Wiley late last year. So wow. those are things that are fun. Mm-hmm. They're work in many cases. The right. IRS advisory stint was work. The book was a lot of work. But it's, <laughs> now my, it's now my business card. And my clients are are, are fun. Uh, most of my employees have been good. Uh, that's <laughs> one of the things that is the bad side is, is making wrong hire decisions and having to get rid of people. Right. Uh, that's 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 a real bear for me. I don't like to fire people, mm-hmm. but you go broke by not firing people, okay? Right. Not by firing people, okay? <laughs> so if you got a bad apple and you made a hiring decision, you got to fix it and fix it as quickly as possible. Right. Uh, that's something I learned, uh, and and still don't like. And now I've got a great crew, and I haven't fired anybody in many years. But oh, congratulations. Uh, you know, it's, I think my hiring has gotten better over the years too. But, <laughs> uh, uh, if if they don't pass through my staff and are comfortable, if all my staff isn't comfortable with them, I don't hire mm-hmm. them. Right. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. When I was starting um, a while ago, I was working on uh, my Elfier Media, it's a social media marketing, website building, things like that. And we were building a sales team and what we were kind of looking for, it was, you know, we need you to do this, A, B, C, D, E. And people say, oh, I can do A, B, C, D, E. And we thought hiring around the country would help us out instead of kind of keeping a, keeping a team local. Uh, the problem with that is, is if you hire someone you can't keep eyes on or you can't, you know, check in on every day, um, they do what's called not working. So it's a little tough. Um, so a hiring process, you know, for a lot of people is really tough because their friends want to work for them or they find someone online that looks good or a resume looks great. Um, if you don't mind, if we can go into just a kind of a little bit of the, um, of the hiring process, like you mentioned, because you like sure. said, you've learned a lot. Um, how would you go? I mean, I know you've hired a ton of people. You've fired a ton of people. What's your normal, um, interview process like? Are you doing like one interview? And then I know you mentioned like going through your team and things like that, but is it more of a set interview? Are they coming in multiple times? Are they meeting people? I, I interview them at least twice. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes more. What one time they can fool you. Twice it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Your mood changes, circumstances change. Uh, you're in a different mood the next day, and if they still look good, you know, so much the better. Uh, normally, I will uh, have a preliminary. A lot of times, preliminary interview I don't even do. Right. Uh, then, if if my people look say that this looks good, I'll come in and interview them. Mm. Uh, then I will run them through the staff that they're going to work with and let them all have, you know, 20 minutes with them. 
Okay. And uh, anybody that comes back and says, eh, well, that's the end of it. <laughs> uh, if they're not enthusiastic about them, I don't want them. Right, because they get uh, working with them. Right. After the staff has, has done that, I'll get them back. Sometimes, depending on the job, I'll have them do an assignment. Uh, in marketing, for instance, when we hired our last marketing manager, I asked them each to come up with, you know, a rough idea of mm -hmm. what they thought, uh, you know, a marketing program. Not, not detailed, just, you know, get, t take an hour and, and rough out what you think. Right. Uh, and, and then discuss that and uh, discuss, have a second interview with them and get into more detail. Um, and, and it's tough with the various EEOC stuff and so on about what you can and can't ask. Mm -hmm. There's ways around some of it, but you really have to get to know somebody. Right. Uh, I mean, you're, you're working with them. That's, it's not, it's not, can you run machine a and keep your mouth shut That's, <laughs> uh, in a small business? It's, it's not that way. Now there's a lot of questions you can't ask. I've done a recent video on that. Uh, you know, you can't ask them where they're from. You can't ask them what their religion is. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't, you, you have a, you may even run into difficulties if you ask them what their favorite dish is. Because <laughs> if it's an ethnic dish, then right. they're revealing an ethnic background and you can't ask that. Uh, mm -hmm. You can't ask them if they have kids. Uh, you can't, literally, you can't ask them, you know, you can ask, I think you can ask them if they're married, uh, but you can't ask them if they plan to get married. Mm -hmm. If they're, if they're female, you can't ask them if they plan to have kids. You know, there's a lot of things you can't ask. Right. Um, some some make sense. Some <laughs> to me don't make sense. But that's, <laughs> that that's the law, and I, you know, I'm one of those that tries to to follow the law, um, mm -hmm. keep keep things straight. But yeah, at least two interviews with me. Uh, interview with my staff that they're gonna. You know, they don't have to interview everybody, but the people they're gonna work with. Right. Have a, have, a, have a veto. Uh, I don't care how good I think that person is. If one of the staff that you're going to work with says, no, mm -hmm. I remember, and this is how, how petty it can be. I had a vendor who wanted to sell me something I'd forgotten. And I was kind of interested. And so right. he arranged for lunch and I went to lunch with him. And it was raining that day and I'm standing in the, the lobby of the restaurant after lunch. Uh, and he's gone out to get the car. And I just say kind of myself, uh, there's though the ex-mayor of Dallas is standing next to me and hears me. I says, you know, I'm never going to do business with a guy. He looks like my wife's ex-husband, exactly <laughs> like him. And the, the ex-mayor turns to me and says, oh, he already has two strikes against him. I said, no, three. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stand to look at the man. Right. And so to deal with him would would just, it wouldn't work. Right. So sometimes it's it's. It has nothing to do with the person per se or his abilities or her abilities. It's a personal thing. And you just say, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to work. So, <laughs> and I don't want to force a situation that's not going to work on one of my people that I hire and, and, and trust and, and cherish. So, right. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. And like we were talking about before, you know, a lot of times young entrepreneurs, young business owners, even older business owners, they do that. They do a higher process where they don't hire correctly or they don't really vet as much as they should or um, they like them one time and they go, great, let's get them started. Now, and, you got you got to go at least twice. Check mm -hmm. references. And when you check references, there's a trick. Mm -hmm. When when you 
call reference that the guy has, the person, the applicant has given you, you ask the reference, who else might be able to cast light on this applicant? Hmm. And you get names and phone numbers of people who the applicant is not already pre-vetted and pre-set up to give them a great reference. Right. And so you can find real things that happen. Uh, it happened to me. I was at uh, Trailways years ago, and uh, the uh, treasurer was interviewing an assistant treasurer, and uh, he'd worked at TI. And I said, uh, he said, well, I, you know, my, my assistant controller works at TI. That was mm -hmm. me. And I'd worked with the guy. And he was an asshole. <laughs> when the treasurer asked me about him, I said, well, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't hire him for anything. And that, was, that was the end of it. Right. Uh, you know, the treasurer said, good enough. We won't hire him. <laughs> so, but I wasn't a reference that he had predetermined and pre-vetted as we all do when we're interviewing you know, right. we, we have we have a references set up and and prepped. Right. So uh, they're not worth much. <laughs> um, well, kind of moving on. You know, you you've been in business since 1991. Um, you know, you dealt with payroll services, payroll tax, things like that. Um, I would never have someone come on here and ask them to work for free or anything. But would you have any tips or hints for uh, kind of those, the people starting out that? That need to handle that kind of payroll service or that might have a few employees and they just need to figure the tax part out yeah you very frankly i own a payroll service i i believe in outsourcing payroll is one of those things that costs so little to outsource it's not worth your time to learn the intricacies mm -hmm. the the analogy i use and i've used this repeatedly is when i grew up pele was a brazilian soccer player probably the best in the world at the time Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know who it is today, Ronaldo or somebody else. Right. Paley was a fabulous athlete, fabulous soccer player. But if you'd stick him in a New York Yankees uniform at second base, <laughs> he'd be lost. He'd right. still be a great athlete, but he doesn't know the equipment, the plays, uh, how to hit a ball with a bat. I mean, he's just kicking it with his feet, you know, on and on and on. He'd be <laughs> lost. Right. Well, a businessman who's good at what he does. Now you're asking him, he's an expert, but now you're asking him to take on the IRS and the states and, and, and a whole panoply mm -hmm. of, of rules and regulations that if he's going to be successful at, he's going to have to spend a lot of time and a lot of energy and effort learning, or it's going to cost him a lot of money and penalties and interest. Right. When for a few dollars, he can outsource it to a professional who does it for a living. You know, our, our unique selling proposition is we're compliance experts, mm -hmm. CPA, U.S. Tax Court practitioner, IRS Advisory Council. This stuff is second nature to me, and, right. and my staff is trained in it. We do it all the time, every day. Why, you know, why would you want to learn to do that? <laughs> Believe mm -hmm. me, why would you want to learn to do that? <laughs> okay. Right. I, I don't build houses. Uh, I don't bake cakes. I don't sew clothes. I don't build cars. I don't I don't do garage floors, I don't do restaurants, I don't do dog grooming. I've got clients that do all that. Mm -hmm. So why would they want to do payroll? Right. You know, I don't I don't mow my own lawn. I, I use I outsource it. <laughs> you know. It's it's yeah. silly not to outsource things that are not primary to your business. Right. Yeah, no, I completely understand. And and that's one of the a big struggle for people that when they start out 
um, they try to wear all the hats at once and they go, well, I can, you know, cut corners and try to save 20 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month or whatever, you know, they want to do, whether it's their marketing, whether it's their payroll and taxes, whether it's honestly just creating their own logo. Well, I, look, I, I, I was the same way when I started mm-hmm. and you, you, you can see, but your, your listeners probably can't, I'm balder than a, you know, than an egg <laughs> and that's from wearing too many hats. Uh, no, I, I, I learned that to outsource this stuff the hard way, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I was going to, you know, all the, the confidential papers, I was going to shred them. I mean, you know, why hire somebody to shred them? Right. Well, four hours a week of shredding. Come on. That's a waste <laughs> of time. Right. There's a lot more you could get done. There's a lot of more important things that I can do that are making a lot more money than have that guy come by uh, once a month and empty out four bags of confidential now trash and, and shred them on site. Mm-hmm. You know, 75 bucks. This saves me 16 hours. My time's worth more than that. Right. Right. No, I completely understand. That's actually one thing I tell a lot of people. Um, that, you know, and I've found that when people start their businesses, what they do is they thought, what do I hate doing? Whether it's mowing the lawn or whether it's, you know, mopping floors, things like that. They go, well, I'm sure a million other people hate doing it too. I could charge them to do it. Then I probably wouldn't hate it as much. (laughs) So the people that are coming and, you know, taking the shreddings out, things like that, he was probably sitting in his office like, what do I hate doing? I sure do hate dealing with these shredded (laughs) pieces of paper, but I'm sure someone else does too. Absolutely. Um, That's always funny to me. Uh, especially like with lawn care and things like that, people are always like, yeah, I hated mowing my lawn, but I get paid to do it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, your most recent book, it's number 25 in small business books on Amazon. Uh, you have a few other books. Can you kind of go more into those? Well, they're, they're in the, the how to start a business, basically the financial aspects, spend, the financial uh, tax accounting uh, of starting a new business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's old. It's uh, it needs to be updated. Uh, one on uh, employees, which is a, now really a subsection of the payroll book, and another one on the uh, uh, running a spa business, the back office. I didn't want to teach people how to do facials or, or <laughs> it's, you know, right. uh, no, I don't know, know anything about that. But I know how to hire and fire people and how to account for their hours and set up their contracts and get mm-hmm. them to do what they need to do and so on and so forth. So we wrote that. The, my marketing manager then had been an esthetician and she was familiar with the market. So uh, we wrote that one. And then the most recent one is is, is the payroll book, mm-hmm. a, a guide for small businesses and startups. Basically, you know, your, your uh, uh, audience. Right. And if they'd like a copy of that, they can go to the payrollbook.com, enter the discount code podcast, and we will ship them a free copy. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's that's actually really great. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to want that. Anytime they can get any kind of knowledge, I take notes every podcast. Um, I'm not sure if they do, but I know I do. So <laughs> I'm always trying to learn and do more. So that's that's really awesome. I really appreciate that. Um, My pleasure. When you were writing your books, we've actually had other guests on you know, that talked about writing books and things like that. Um, when you're writing your books, are you looking at it more of a, I should write this for someone that's where I'm at in life, or should I write this for someone that's more starting out or you kind of want to take the expertise of that i wrote this for my clients basically okay uh, and and my people who should be my clients people who are starting out people who incorporate now find themselves they're an employee and they need to pay themselves mm-hmm. or entrepreneurs that hire their first employee or a lawyer that hires the first uh, person in the office to right. answer the phone and do a paperwork uh the doctor that hires a 
uh, an office manager, receptions, whatever. Um, because clients come to me all the time and they don't understand. And if they're coming to me and don't understand, mm-hmm. all the people that haven't taken the trouble to contact a professional, pay- payroll professional, not an accountant, but a payroll professional. Right. Uh, this was a way to give them insight into all the various aspects they need to be aware of the traps the the there's i put a lot of horror stories in there mm-hmm. and a lot of notes of interest and a lot of strings on finger remember this when you do this <laughs> and uh, there, there's a lot of ways to save money there's a lot of deductions there's a lot of things you can do to cut your costs and keep your employees happy uh, but you need to know about them. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And this was designed as not sit down and read unless you have insomnia, but as a reference guide, go through it, look at the table of contents, look at the index, you know, and, and things that interest you are, wow, what about that? There's a whole section on record keeping. What records do I have to keep and for what what agencies do I have to keep and how long? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole thing on handbooks and why they're so valuable on tax penalties and how to avoid them and how to abate them afterwards, how to do payroll, who's an employee, who's not an employee. Wow. Independent contractors as cheat PEOs on and on and on. It's, it's 30 years of, of experience distilled down to 95,000 words. <laughs> wow. That is incredible. Um, yeah, I try to, I, like I, said, I try to learn. I read every single book I can, whether it is something like payroll. And I know some people might be like, Ah, that's the boring stuff. I want to know how to make millions of dollars. I want to know how to do this. Well, to get there, you got to go through every single thing you can. You know, you got to do the payroll. You got to do the taxes. You got to do, how do I hire someone? So everything you've put out and we've talked about so far, sounds like it's a really great, you know, step stepping stone for these people, um, especially, you know, whether they're starting out or clients of yours, not clients of yours, um, future clients of yours. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that, that's really awesome. So one thing I like to do kind of with these podcasts is at least especially near the end, you know, this is a podcast for people that have started out thinking of starting out already kind of developed um, are going through the hardships. I say this every podcast. Um, if you're following someone on social media and all they do is post about their millions and millions of dollars, they never tell you how they got there or the struggles they really went through. Unfollow those people because all they're doing is more than anything talking down to you. They're not giving you the tips and tricks to really help you out. And then they and most of them are lying anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. It's all loans. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're completely right. So one thing I like to do at the end is I like to have, you know, when you have successful guests and stuff like this come on, um, is there a time you could tell us where, you know, there's might have been some struggles or something that you really, you know, for the longest time you couldn't figure out. And then at the end of it, you were like, oh, this is how you do this or uh, sure. any funny stories, you know, anything like that. I, I, I wore all the hats in the beginning and I started giving them up as I hired people and so on. But I, I thought I could market <laughs> okay, I thought mm-hmm. I understood it. Well, I finally got so busy I hired a marketing manager and realized I can't market my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> I I would I would I would be talking about my millions of dollars if I had hired a marketing manager 25 years ago instead of 5 years ago. Okay? <laughs> right. So, so, you know, uh you, you got to know your weaknesses and and I didn't know that one of mine. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I know some of mine and I've hired people to to backstop me, people that are more knowledgeable than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I may not be the smartest person in the world, but I know how to hire the smartest. I may not be the smartest person in the room, 
but I know how to hire the smartest person in the room. And that that's the trick. Right. So when I hired a marketing manager, our marketing results just blossomed. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. And so, uh, you know, sometimes you wear hats that you shouldn't wear. Mm-hmm. And you need to look at yourself and really determine whether you should be doing that or you should be, you know, either hiring or outsourcing it to, to people who can do it. Right. Um, I tried to do my SEO and own SEO and spent a year doing that and uh, finally hired somebody and my SEO results uh, multiplied uh, over my efforts. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm an accountant. I'm a CPA. I deal mm-hmm. with the IRS. That's my specialty. Right. I know exactly how to make them dance, uh, how to get out of them what I want. Uh, that one, I, I I probably can't outsource as easily. And mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I'm training my people. Uh, my right-hand person is really good at writing letters because I've written them and she copies them. So, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I've got people who do things for that I, I'm not good at. And that's, uh, that's was a learning experience. I, I mm-hmm. knew in the beginning I should do it. I just didn't know how much I should do it. Right, right. And and obviously, for for all your listeners, sometimes you can't afford it, and you just got to go through it and mm-hmm. make the decision what you're going to outsource first, and second, and third, and fourth, and what hats you're going to take off. And right. as you grow, get rid of those hats and 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 put that responsibility, uh, delegate that responsibility to other people either internally or externally um, and make sure they're better at it than you are and you'll, you'll prosper. Right. Right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, we talked about your books a little bit um, and you mentioned you had some videos and stuff. Is there anything you want to put out there into the world before we, uh, before we say goodbye? Well, uh, please, you know, everything's on uh, getpayroll.com. Please feel free to go there and peruse. And we, we have a YouTube site, YouTube site as well. Uh, some are, uh, serious and some are funny. Some are just <laughs> commercials and and the Halloween and the Christmas stuff is is right. is fun. And we've got a Godfather parody out there that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, and we've got more that are coming. Um, but one of the things I like to tell people, there's two. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no traffic jam on the extra mile. Mm. Go the extra mile for your clients because your competitors won't. And the other thing that you they all need to remember. And this I stole from Bill Gates. As a man will overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. Wow. You're in it for the long haul, people. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Wow. Wow. Thank you again so much, Mr. Charles, for coming on. Um, even though you stole that, we won't tell him. It's all right. We'll put your name beside it in quotation marks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Be sure to check out the end of the podcast. Like I said, we give some more information on our social media, uh, websites for Elfer Media, and also our Patreon where you can help us out as well. So thank you guys so much. And be sure to check out those links and the website as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Please feel free to check us out on Facebook at One Small Step, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Everything. And also follow me, Hunter, at the Hunter Edwards on Instagram and HunterLuke919 on Twitter. 
Also, feel free to check out our Patreon. You can join for as low as a dollar a month. There are awesome exclusives, helpful tips and tricks, and more. Thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned.